Hello, 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 hello. Yes, sir, we are live. It's the first ever episode of The Garth Show with yours truly, Garrett Belich. I go by Garth because my Slavic name is not very marketable. Garth's not much better, but we're going to roll with it. Welcome to the first ever episode. It's great to be here. Friday night at September, football's back. The city of Tampa's buzzing, live from Florida, born and raised in Pittsburgh. You see by the flag behind us that we got to stay loyal to our Steelers. They're always with us here, despite moving down in the lane of the tropical crazy in Florida. But it's good to be here. I want to accomplish a lot with this show, um, particularly motivate, storytell, inspire, comedy, have fun. Um, right now we're going to do a solo show tonight, but I plan on having a co-host. I plan on having a bunch of guests on here throughout its existence. Um, a little background, I guess, of me, or we'll just dive right into it. All right. We're going to story tell in the first episode. We're not going to play any games. Also, by the way, I plan on getting some music, some intro music. We're going to do this thing up real nice, but I just want to get a message out to the people, a little brief introduction of who I am before we do all the jazz and the bells and the whistles. Of course, this will be available on YouTube, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, We'll probably get into Patreon down the road, um, something I'm going to have to look into. And I don't know, Instagram. I have an Instagram, Garth Show. That's the name. Uh, That's going to be revamped, and we're going to do clips. I also have a clip YouTube that you guys could see as well. I will link it in my YouTube when this goes live. So I guess I'll start from 2015. I'm 24 years old as of today. So 2015, I'm a senior in high school. And to be honest, I'm kind of a class clown. I really don't, I really never knew what I wanted to do with my life in high school or ever. So as far back as ninth grade, which was probably about 2012, 2013, I wanted to be an entertainer. I wanted to be a rapper, honestly. I wanted to be the next Eminem or Post Malone wasn't really a thing back then, but I wanted to be what Post Malone is now, essentially. So I just enjoyed shooting basketball and listening to rap music and having a good time, you know, hanging out with friends and doing the simple things in life. So eventually um, I got into, you know, entertainment started kind of interesting me and my friends as well. So watching funny movies, that was like the Seth Rogen era of life. It was a great time. So seeing him and what he accomplished, you know, just being himself, teaming with friends and whatnot, and then, you know, making something happen. So I started writing screenplay and uh, I actually performed stand-up comedy sophomore year of high school. I think I was 16 years old. I haven't been on stage since, and I know that's a fucking crime, and it bothers me every day. Something that I plan on doing as well as getting getting back on stage with stand-up, starting to write more jokes, and just try and get in that that realm. So from ninth grade, you know, from the music, and then eventually got into writing the screenplay and performing stand-up. By junior year, I kind of, not pressure, but... I guess, hey, Garrett, what are you going to do? So my family, my parents, they're both uh, traditional Croatian and Italian, Irish people. They don't, you know, it's get a job, go to college, do something. Don't be something like this. It's not really in their realm. And my parents are, you know, they 
old school, old school for sure. They, they, um, that's how they were raised. So junior year, I'm still kind of in that creative, you know, I was still writing. And even in the senior year, honestly, I was both. Um, I came from an aviation family, a family that worked in the aviation industry. My grandfather was a director, my dad, an airline mechanic. And I was going to go and do a pilot high school program, a, a high school and college hybrid, you know, that, that became big around 2015, 2016. So this community college in Beaver County, Pennsylvania, had one of the nation's best uh, pilot and aviation uh, schools. And they were offering this program to high school kids. They were letting high school kids, you know, young kids get in planes and fly and do all that. So, of course, I'm blown away. And they show you the salary. They show you the average paying pilot salary is 150000 an air traffic controller, 120, whatever it is. And that that's not a good way to sell kids because we all saw that number and at least half of the room signed up. At least half of the room wasted their money and signed up and did it. And I was one of the people that didn't make it out. So anyways, I start this program my senior year, but, you know, my heart's still in writing and, you know, being creative and really, uh, you know, just using your mind to do what you want. And for some reason, I wasn't on stage. I guess I was just scared. You know, I, I did one performance and got scared. But I shouldn't have. I, I should have just gone up and, you know, been myself, especially at that age. You know, it would have been, I probably would have blown the, the whole county away. It wasn't a big area. So one regret of mine, but that's why I think I can make it right by getting back on stage. I think my, you know, comedy could be a lot better. So anyways, where were we at? We were in senior year of high school. So senior year of high school, meanwhile, I'm kind of a piece of shit. I work at this pizza shop that is ran by my best friend's cousin. You know, all my, all my friends work there. It's a free for all. Uh, we're all degenerates. We all, you know, we all drink beer and we all, you know, do our thing. So that's going on while I'm in this pilot program. I haven't really flown yet. I was just doing the ground classes at the time. So that, and just, you know, being a class clown, I wrote a book for my senior, we had the senior project thing at our, at our high school. I'm sure a lot of yours may have had it, but I wrote a book about an alcoholic and drug addict pilot. I'm not making it up and we're going to, we're going to read it on here. I promise whatever, you know, when I have guests on here, we're going to read this book. We're going to break it down. It might be a few episodes may take a while, but it's well worth it because I don't know how this shit passed. I got an 87 on it. They must've not read it because it was vulgar, uh, drug references, swearing you know, every, every swear word you could think of was in this book and it slid. And I gave, and you had to present it too. You had to do a presentation on it. I gave the worst public speaking performance of my life, my life, because I knew I gave such a horrible project to this school. And they, just because probably someone, one of the judges knew my family or whoever, small knit community, gave me a good grade. And that's going to be a good one. Can't wait to bring that on. So that happened. And, you know, it was just so funny. I was trying to be this person I wasn't, but I also was still holding on to that writer 
I was always, I was always a writer, a creator and, you know, love making storylines. Stories are the best writing so much fun. And I think that's something else that, you know, the writing and the standup will go hand in hand. To be honest with you, this podcast still needs a lot of TLC. I still need to get the, the audio fixed and a few other things. So that's my main project right now. But once this is a well-oiled machine, that's a big emphasis of mine is where to go with the stand-up and the writing because that's something I want to get into. Anyways, back to the story. So it's 2016, okay? I'm graduating um, high school at this point, going to this community getting into the, I was, I started flying end of high, end of high school, senior year. So I'm up in this plane and I, I was a horrible pilot from the beginning. I was always bad. Just never, never had it. Never had it. Couldn't land. Couldn't, you know, just wasn't for me. So I'm doing that. I graduate, uh, high school. I just still doing the same shit. You know, everyone kind of moved on. People start moving away to college, different states, doing different things. You know, no one really wanted to be in Hopewell anymore, where I grew up, Hopewell Township, in Beaver County, represent. So, you know, I'm still doing what I was doing my senior year. I was actually dating a, a girl a year younger than me who dumped me. She was still a senior. So now I'm, I'm toast, bro. I go to community college. I have no, you know, I have friends still, you know, I had my guy friends still in that grade and whatnot, but it was, it was tough. It, you know, that was the, that was really the first knock, like kicking the fucking balls in my life was that was, I was stuck in my parents' house in the suburbs of Pittsburgh, going to a community college, flying maybe twice a month because the weather was bad. You couldn't, you can't fly in bad weather and you know, Pittsburgh, it, it rains a lot and it's cloudy. So it was tough. It was hard to, hard to get hours. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing okay in the ground school. That's fine. But one day I just pulled the plug. I said, this isn't working. This is not working. I'm not going to do this. So whatever, tran- whatever credits did transfer over, I, I used those and sent those just into a general business at the same community college lived at home for one more year. And I started, started getting control of my, myself a little bit. I, I wasn't really in control. I let go of my high school self because I held on to it for a year after high school. Obviously when you're stuck in your hometown, it's hard not to. And you know, a few, a few suspects hang around and that, that becomes your, your crew. So after that, I, uh, I did one more year at the community college and started branching out a little bit, started figuring out where I was going to go to school. I, I applied to the university of South Florida, got accepted, but it wasn't right. The timing wasn't right. I said, nah, that's great. I'd love to move to Florida, Florida right now. My sister has been here seven years. Love to have her on the show here eventually, but the timing wasn't right. So I stayed, I stayed. I, uh, I got in the pit. I got into this, this school called Carlo. <laughs> so with my life being my life, I ended up going to Carlo over Pitt. Why did I do that? That's a really good question. The answer, I got a golf scholarship, Division II NAIA. And you're asking, okay, whatever. I was horrible at golf, but the scholarship was a decent amount of money. It was $20,000 in a two-year span. That's a lot of cash. And I already had, I got a lot more aid going there because 
my my grades matched more there. Pitt, Pitt is a hard school. Pitt is an Ivy League school, public Ivy League. If I was to go to Pitt, be a whole extra year and I'd be in a general studies. If I was to go into Carlo, which I did, it was coming in and they're, they're throwing on more scholarship money and I'm going to graduate in a guaranteed four years, maybe even three and a half. So that was kind of the logic behind it. And my dad kind of broke that down for me and it, it was great parental advice. So shout out to him for that. And this is why that's important. So now we're, now we're approaching 2017. 2017 was the first year. 2018 was the second year. The last year, living at home into, into the transfer year. So I transferred to this school, Carlo University. It's right next to Pitt. So it really didn't matter. i getting the same experience, essentially. And I'm living with my best friend from high school who goes to Pitt and our other friend that, went to Carlo that we met, you know, and we all, we all had a great time. So three weeks in, uh, I'm high off life. I'm, you know, living in the city with my best friend from, from high school. You know, we're hang, we live together. We hang out every night, you know, friends over that we all know. You can't beat it. College was a great time. So I transferred in the school as a general, just a business management major. I really had no plan, but I started excelling at the business classes at the community college. You know, I started, I was like, maybe this is something I could do. I could public speak. That's what I'm good at. And I started transforming that creative entertainment energy into this public speaking showman kind of, you know, businessman persona. And that's that, I guess that's where that energy came in. So I used that and I harbored that and I took that to Carlo. Um, About a few weeks in, I, being an athlete, you'd access to, you know, other athletes and, you know, other, other sporting events, you're encouraged to show up. And of course it takes production to put that on. Right. So I, uh, I'm working a game as a camera operator. I, I got asked to work the game and I was like, yeah, 30 bucks for an hour. Fuck it. Why not? So I do it. And I, um, I meet the, broadcaster who you know is pretty prominent in pittsburgh and still is to this day um he says you have a good voice you should you should hop on hop on the mic with me one of these days i said fuck it why not i did it i was horrible i'll admit i was awful i got kind of the reason why i got asked to do is because they wanted to get out they wanted to go do other stuff so i got stuck calling games from the rafters and having no real court vision. I remember calling a game from the rafters first game by myself. I was so bad and it was humbling because I would, I would always call games on my video game. You know, when you're playing the video game at home, I'd always, I'd always call the game while I was playing. I always I'm like, yeah, I could announce easily. It's hard, man. That is a hard act to do. I was not that great at it. At first I got better those solo, but the moments like that, when you get thrown to the wolves. So I got thrown to the wolves at Penn state Beaver by myself, calling this game from the 20th row up on a Thursday night, snowing outside five inches of snow. It was a blast. So eventually I keep, you know, I keep broadcasting. I hop on, hop on broadcast with him. And I start getting better at it. I start preparing more. I start getting my voice down. I start getting a knack for it but was even better public address announcing 
Now, let me tell you what, that is a good time when you're screaming on the mic, doing player introductions. It's easy. You're literally just reading a program. You're, you're reading name and height, class, position, whatever. It's easy. You just have to say it enthusiastically and, you know, get the crowd pumped up with music going. It's a blast. So this is 2020. No, this is, sorry, this is 2018 to this 2019, 2020. So throughout those two years, I've done both. I've done, I did that for two years and that really just inspired me to get back into comedy. It's always been a subliminal thought or even just entertainment in some way, you know, being, being a, a figure of some sort in entertainment or media and doing that just it built up my skill too. My com now, you know, I feel pretty comfortable on a mic. I feel like I could sit here all day and stare at my camera right here and, and talk and just talk about my life. So it takes experience too. It takes time to build that up. So 2018, 2019, I did that. Simultaneously, I'm running the business club, small school. I'm not saying I, I, it was a Harvard, but it was, there was opportunity to take leadership. So I took leadership and I, I got thrown at the wolves a bunch of times. You know, that's what happens when you're, when you're in those positions, when you're in leadership positions, it's going to happen. And I took the licks and I learned a lot. So COVID rolls around. And at this time, it was February of 2020. I had, a, I had an internship lined up, a summer internship to get into the local radio market of Pittsburgh and, you know, kind of test my luck as a production assistant and see what I can accomplish based on my connections. I felt like I was really going to make it. COVID canceled it. COVID, nope. So at this point, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. March of 2020, I went home for two weeks, realized I should probably just live out the rest of my lease in Pittsburgh because what, what the fuck am I, you know, living with your parents is tough when you're in college because you're used to your freedom. So I, I did, I missed my freedom after a few weeks. I went back lived there with my other roommate. We had a blast, you know, just living our lives. And the whole time I was just kind of hustling around, you know, I did uh, Instacart. I did, I did DoorDash. I did whatever. I just kind of enjoyed, enjoyed my time. Um, eventually though, I was like, what the fuck? Once I hit May or June of 2020, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? That's what I wanted. And it, I tried starting a you know, a podcast then, but it, it just didn't work out. Um, and I got taken away from it, but I always had a thought then in 2020, it's like, you know what? Maybe it's just not time. It's like, I know it's going to happen. It's just not time. And I told that to someone, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like, if you, you're not, you're never going to do it. I said, nah, I will. I said, I will do it. It's just not time right now. So sometimes you have intuition at that time I didn't, the podcasting wasn't right, but I was, I was upset that I wasn't getting into it. So what do you know? I found myself on ZipRecruiter and I'm in a corporate job. Blink of an eye, I'm in a corporate job in the middle of COVID. You know, this was still a two week quarantine era of life. So a little bit different. It's hard to, hard to even think that was a reality at, at one point. It, through Two years until present day, the company in Pittsburgh I started with, you know, cold weather fashion accessories. I just got in as a supply chain operations analyst and took over everything. 
you know, took over everything and as much as I could, I learned as much as I could and took over a lot at the organization and it got me here. (laughs) It got me here. And I eventually decided it was time for me to leave Pittsburgh. I miss, miss a lot of friends up there. I miss my family. Um, but I kind of ran into a dead end professionally. I, um, I was trying to find opportunities and to be honest, I could have done this up there and, you know, could have done something and, you know, I hope to, I hope to do it on a traveling basis. I hope to have freedom eventually to make this a traveling endeavor, you know, Florida, Pennsylvania, California, wherever, doesn't matter. But, um, it was time for me to kind of go and my parents who are retired have plans of moving here. So I, I kind of beat them to the punch, but I'd like to, you know, my, my mission right now is helping them get established here and just kind of trying it, you know, and I, I stumbled into a great opportunity here in fashion supply chain in Florida. So, you know, working and living here has been great and there's really nothing else you can say, but other than welcome to this journey. That was, that was a brief kind of roundabout, pretty, pretty good, pretty in depth for the first introduction, but obviously a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of experiences to dive into. Um, I'm going to keep writing and journaling and bringing those up, having guests on that know some of those experiences will be even better and more enjoyable. Hello. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to, um, you know, finally have this, um, operation going. And I, um, I guess in May of 2020, no, May of 2022, sorry, this year, I, uh, I was going to try and do a local podcast room here in, um, Tampa, 25 an hour, but the hours were nine to five when I, when I worked my day job. So it didn't work. And I was, I was in a, I was in a rut a little bit, but I persevered and I had the idea of buying this studio. You know, I bought a mixer. I have this condenser mic here, headphones. There's one right across from me. I have a laptop I've had for a while that I literally just used to run my audio software through. I have a computer here. You can kind of catch the corner of my TV, but once again, it's like the, it's like the Aldi version of Joe Rogan. We're going to be able to watch YouTube videos, pull up anything, Twitter, Facebook, fucking court records, <laughs> deeds, I don't, real estate, I don't give a shit, whatever you want to pull up, we can pull it up, so that's going to be fun, and I, I just can't wait, this is going to be a great adventure, so thank you guys for tuning in tonight, like I said, we, um, we're on YouTube, we're, uh, we're going to figure out the rest, we have to figure out the, the, the Spotify, the Apple, the, what the fuck's other on Patreon? I want to get on Patreon. And then of course, more content. We're going to, I'm always going to brainstorm content ideas for you. Um, audio splitter. We're going to get music in here. We're going to royalty free. Don't worry, YouTube. I'm not going to, not going to break any rules or violations, but we're going to, we're going to spice it up. So this is the first episode. I feel like this was a good start. Kind of give you a baseline of who I am as a guy. And I can't wait to move forward and give you more. So thank you guys and have a good night. Thank you for tuning in to The Gart Show.